Jeannie Patel Thompson, international best-selling author, health product formulator, horse listener, earth singer, mother, medicine woman, elephant acolyte, and regenerative farmer. This is the Jeannie Podcast. Okay, so carrying on from my last podcast where I was directed not to return home after Mexico, but to keep going to Nicaragua and Costa Rica, here's what actually happened. I got to Mexico and I met my husband and son who'd flown in from the UK and my son brought a really nice bug with him that both my daughter and I picked up fairly quickly and spent the next full week with a fever, in bed, I couldn't eat for six days. It was pretty intense. But the purpose of that bug for both of us was to provide us with that forced time to lean in. And so I realized that with my husband and I being separated and him off in the UK supporting our 16-year-old son to have his shot at becoming a professional soccer player, and me at the ranch in Canada supporting what I wanted and also my eldest son uh, for some things that he was doing, there were some elements in our relationship that we had let slide, and there were some misunderstandings. And, you know, when you're together and you do things, you have a story, about what happened and who did what. And if that story is not the same story, it provides like a glitch in the file or, you know, that's the beginning of the mountain under the rug. And so, you know, we've been married 27 years. We've never had anything unresolved between us. And I think that's a a big key to having a successful, fulfilling, meaningful, enjoyable marriage. Um, So, but because of our space and distance and the time differences, just the worst between Canada and the UK, we had let some things and just kind of, okay, well, we'll just agree to disagree. And my body was telling me, um, hell no, you don't do that because this relationship is your core And it's the foundation for everything that you two do together because we are a soulmate partnership. Um, We're not just some people who met and I was like, oh, he's my dream guy or we're compatible. I barely knew him when I married him. We had spent 30 physical days together when we got married. And the reason I married him was because my soul told me he's the one. So I didn't even know much about him. I I literally had spent 30 days with him and the rest had been over fax and phone calls because there was no internet back then. And his guidance was the same. It was just a spiritual knowing that this is my wife. So we're a very different um, marriage in that we're not part of a growth process for each other or a compatibility selection process. We are soulmates in the sense that we're here for a purpose that we are doing together and we are both needed for this purpose. But then our three children who've come in to our union are equally important. So it's like all five of us are working towards the same purpose. We're here for the same purpose 
umbrella purpose. And of course, within that, each, each of the kids and everybody has their own path, you know, and I'm on a ranch and my husband has no interest in this and is afraid of horses. I mean, there's lots of leeway, but I'm talking about intention and I'm talking about at the energetic and frequency at the vibrational level. All five of us are united in why we're here and what we're here to do. So we had had some things that were going unresolved and my body was like hard stop, hard no, lean in, fix this stuff or you're going to be sick for a long time. So I, my family is well used to me by now and I called them all together and I said, okay, I asked the kids if they would be present as a witness, but also as mediators to help my husband Ian and I work through these remaining issues because when it was just the two of us, we just seemed to go around and around in circles and we need that, you know, that outside perspective. So the kids were all in. Um, we've always been like this. We don't hide our conflict from our children. We have all our conflict in our negotiations in front of them and we go all the way through to resolution and wholeness and love in front of them. So we take a bit of a different approach. We're not like, oh, that's mommy and daddy stuff that's private. We've never done that, not since they were babies. Everything for us is out in the open and it's clean and it's clear and the kids have grown up um, basically absorbing conflict resolution skills from having witnessed it and witnessing how you can have the most divisive or emotionally triggering or terrible things to work out and they can be worked out and you can come back into the sweetest, most delicious love and wholeness at the end of it. If you keep leaning in and you work through the pieces with honesty and decency and respect. So that's what we did in Mexico. And my daughter had also had a couple of blocks that were happening for her. And again, because her and I were both in bed 24 seven, that unlocked her to start talking about the things that she needed to clear. So I did some tapping sessions with her and some guided hypnotherapy and um, my meditations. And so she had a massive growth process as well. So that was the point of the illness. And thanks to the universe, the universe arranged for both of us to become ill the same week that the weather went absolutely sideways with a cold front that swept across like Florida was at zero degrees. And so it was cold and pouring rain for that whole week. So it was the perfect time to be sick in bed. And I was not cold because I brought my hot water bottle, which I never, ever travel without. That's right. I'm going to Mexico where it's supposed to be 30 degrees. I bring my hot water bottle because I have been caught out before in freak storms like this. And I have never been without my hot water bottle since it has saved me so many times. So anyway... That's what happened in Mexico. So first of all, I was underweight when I hit Mexico just from the amount of physical work and stress that I'd gone through getting the ranch ready for winter and having to fix all the damage that had been done. And I mean, I had a list about 250 items long that I had 
basically three months to complete. So it was an incredible push to get the land and the house and the heating and the electricity and everything taken care of to where it needed to be that we would not be screwed come winter. So I was already underweight and exhausted from that. And then getting sick with a bad bug, completely knocked out, couldn't eat for six days, lost even more weight. I went to the universe, what's going on here? Because this don't look like I was going to Nicaragua or anywhere other than home, uh, you know, after this. But what was interesting was because I had said that and I had been really clear to my husband, Ian, that, listen, this is my guidance um, and I'm just going to keep going because I'm already down there and I can hub out of Mexico City. That, and this is, this is the way the universe works. What I'm about to tell you, pay attention because when you get guidance from the universe, even though it's very clear and it's very direct, it's not necessarily the end game. Okay. So when I told my husband about that, this was my guidance and right from the beginning, he was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And I said, well, you know, I would love it if you'd come, but you don't have to come. And uh, I'm going to follow my guidance because that's how I roll. But here's the point. By me saying with 100% conviction that I'm heading down to Central America after this, it forced Ian to really examine his feelings about where he wanted to have a winter home. Because if I was going to go bouldering on ahead and creating possibilities for us, did he even want those possibilities? And so the amazing thing was he, for the first time, because I had been asking him for months what he wanted and he could not give me any clarity, he all of a sudden went, I don't want to live in Central or South America. I only want to live in California or Kauai. That's where I see myself for a winter home. Okay, great. Finally, this question that had gone unanswered between the two of us, because I don't mind, I'm flexible. I'm open to wherever the, the place is that's for the highest good of all. And finally, the direction that I've been asking from, asking for from him was given. And so when the universe told me to go to Central America, was that because I needed to go to Central America? Or was that because Ian needed to believe that I was going to Central America, thereby giving him the motivation and opening the doorway for him to finally be able to access what he wants and what he doesn't want when it comes to a winter home. So it was brilliant because not only was I in no physical state to go traveling anywhere, I didn't have to. Because the question about where should we set our intention for our winter home had just been answered. Now, that's not to say we will end up in California or Kauai, because again, this is the way the universe works. It's like, okay, now we have a focus and a direction. So we start walking that path. And as we start walking that path, other things may come to light. Other possibilities might emerge. And this is why consulting a psychic or taking any kind of guidance from the universe as the final word is not necessarily a beneficial thing. You really have to understand that at any time that you look at the future, 
Like say you, you, whether it's through your own guidance or you're having a session with a psychic and you're looking at the future possibilities in front of you, those are based upon your current present, upon your current present intentions, ideas, opportunities, beliefs, patterns, saboteurs, operating shadows, and vibrational frequency. Now you change any of those things and your whole future picture is going to shift. So the invitation is to look at guidance as a very active ongoing thing, especially if you're someone like me who is actively involved in growing and healing. I am not the same person I was six months ago. I'm not the person I was three months. I'm not the person I was who went to Mexico before I got sick and leaned in and did all that work with the members of my family. That's already changed everything for me and for them. So that's the other lesson is not just to stay flexible on the guidance that you receive, but to keep checking in and getting fresh guidance, especially if you or people around you, or you're working on yourself, or you're healing, or you're expanding, or you're growing, uh, don't be surprised if everything shifts. And then you just got to shift. You got to pivot. It's like everyone energetically has to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> There's no stable lifetime job in the energetic, spiritual, um, emotional realms. It's like in those realms, everybody's an entrepreneur. Got to go with the flow, got to move with the energy, got to pivot, got to reassess. Um, so that was what happened with the direction to go to Central America and to continue on. So I came back to Canada and flew back into Kelowna, which is near my ranch. And then as I'm in the ranch and settling back in and my body is still not feeling good and I don't feel strong, and I don't feel resilient. I feel like, man, my idea was to go to Mexico and eat my face off and gain a bunch of weight, and instead I've lost weight, and I'm back at the ranch, and I realize my body is very unhappy. It's feeling very unsafe, because if it drops to minus 30 here, and then we have a power outage, I... I'm literally screwed. I, I would probably have to leave and, and drive to a hotel or drive home to Langley on the coast. Like I literally couldn't be here. And our backup generator that we have here right now only runs the boiler room and the water pump and a few plugs downstairs. So if it's minus 30, and then that's too cold for the existing heating system to keep this place warm enough for me, for someone who's cold tolerant, it would be fine. But for me, I would need to be plugging in a heat dish or something. I wouldn't be able to do that because I don't have electricity. And then I'm not going to have power to run my computer, my internet. Um, I'll literally be in a dark, cold space uh, for up to a week. And I can't face that right now. I don't have the strength and the resilience. So my daughter uh, came up and was visiting and I said to her, I said, I'm going to go back to Langley with you and I need to restore myself. I need to get my 
my cook in and have her cook me a whole bunch of soups and stews and I'm going to get on my Absorb Plus um, elemental shakes to rebuild my body with all my supplements. I'm going to go for body work. And then my daughter said she would, once I had gained a bit of weight, she would um, coach me for weight training so that I could put on some muscle mass. Because that's what I'm feeling is that for myself to be successful here at the ranch, I have to become stronger and I have to build myself up. And so then just after, a couple days after we made that decision, her and I were out and she was hacking away at the ice in the water trough because we'd we'd gotten a water heater and figured out how to use it. So we were um, hacking away at the ice that had formed and then she would hack it down into small chunks and then lift it out of there and chuck it. And uh, I was being very good at not doing much because I'm, I realize my body's in this weakened state and I can't do, I can't do physical, heavy physical stuff. So I'm letting her, she's a gymnast. She's super strong. I'm letting her do it and thankful to her that she's doing it. And then we get towards the end and of course there's just, there's some smaller pieces. So I'm like, okay, I'll I'll just help with the smaller ones. So I help with the smaller ones and that's all fine. And then I go to the garage and I see the bag of salt that she's left there. Cause again, I had her pick up the, I don't know if it was 20 pounds or 20 kilograms, but it's a heavy bag of salt. And I'd had her pour it into the horse's feeder trough. Um, and not me, but she poured out quite a bit and I thought, oh, I'll just put this back. I lift that bag of salt. I walk it over to the cubby. As I put it down, my back goes and my back is out, out, like at the sacroiliac joint where it hurts to walk upright. You can't bend over. It was just, just absolutely immobilized me. So now I can't do anything. I can't lift anything. I can, I have to, um, do extensive stretching just to not be in pain. Like again, my body is speaking. What is it saying? So it was, it was hysterical because I was like, well, this is a very clear message from my body. Like, no, no. When we said you need to go to Langley and have a restoration period, Like we meant now, we meant we're not kidding. We meant you have to stop doing anything and just focus on restoration. But I thought, well, I'd like a little confirmation on that. So I get out my Oracle cards and I say, what's the message from my back? And with my intention that if there was a message that I was not aware of or I had missed, that the universe could let me know. So I pull this card called Deep Freeze in the reversed position. And the card is just like this frozen winter landscape that looks exactly like outside my window. And the message is, you better take the time to rest and restore yourself so that in spring you're strong and ready to go, or you will be forced to take a rest. (laughs) It was the clearest message ever on all counts. So that was also a confirmation because I was thinking, this is probably going to take me a couple of months. Um, And Ian is coming back in February. So I wanted to be down in Langley to, to see him in February anyway. So this is just that extra confirmation 
from the universe and the horses that everyone's going to be just fine without me, but it is absolutely crucial that I take this period to rest and restore myself because, you know, spring is the busy time here and we have a lot of stuff that we have to get going on and I cannot do it unless I get stronger. I have to get physically healthier and stronger. And I'm going to have, I'm going to go see a naturopath. I'm going to get my entire hormones done, my blood, hair analysis, everything. So I'm going to have a total healing intensive focus on me, look for anything that's out of balance, correct the imbalances and be able to come back here in the spring, ready to, to do everything that the land needs for us to do. So that's what's happened since the directive to go to uh, Central America. And you got to love it because our body is always talking to us. Our subconscious talks to us through our body. The universe, our guidance speaks to us through our physical body because the body is the densest part of the soul. The body is the subconscious. So I leave you with that and I leave you with thoughts to just keep connecting with your own precious, beautiful body and saying, my body is speaking. What is it saying? What is it saying to me now? What is it saying to me today? And like I said, you can use Oracle cards or medicine cards to connect in and ask specific questions. Don't ask yes or no questions. Ask um, specific focused questions and use that as a springboard to then journal or meditate or whatever your method is for connecting with your deeper self and your guidance. Thanks so much for being with me for yet another episode and I look